Hello, what is up? Welcome back to Hot for Justice. <laughs> I'm Jessica. And I'm Jamie. And we're going to talk to you about some cold cases. Well, actually, no, just kidding. We're talking about Adnan Syed right now. Yes. So once or twice a month, we decided that we're going to give you guys a little bonus Jonas episode. Yeah. Um, it's going to be probably shorter than a regular episode, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, we can talk for days about some things. We could. I guess we should tell them what we're talking about. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Um, like a documentary or maybe a yeah. book or another podcast and kind of giving our two cents and like a well, the reader's digest it, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. and so spoiler alert if you haven't watched <laughs> some of these when we do them right. so make sure you're paying attention um because we don't want to ruin anything for you but it would be fun if you watched it too yes and then let us know your thoughts um yeah we think we love to talk about it yeah because this is kind of our bread and butter like what kind of got us started in all this yeah. like uh true crime stuff was watching so, documentaries and yeah. listening to other media about it and it's always fun to hear other people's perspectives about it of course be right. respectful to each other mm-hmm. and us but we would and the love deceased. it yes we would love to talk uh, have you guys talk uh, to us on our facebook or mm-hmm. whatever um once we release this episode so right um so like just said we're going to be talking about the um hbo docuseries the case against adnan syed mm-hmm. um which is if it's based on, you know, obviously a true story. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't listened to the podcast Serial by Sarah Koenig, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? You probably live under a rock. But yes. we won't judge you. It's okay. You're missing out. You should listen to it. Yeah. It's what got me started on podcasts, actually. Same. Specifically and... true crime podcasts. Right. <laughs> um, it's actually super funny, too. Uh, I was listening to Last Podcast on the Left a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they brought up I don't know if they were talking about the documentary in particular, mm-hmm. but they were like, you know, Sarah Koenig really does have a boner for Adnan Syed. And I was like, honestly, like, she, like, low-key does. Yeah. But, like, don't we kind of all? Yeah. In a way? I mean, I think, too, she worked with him. She talked to him a lot. Yeah. She was, she got, like, pretty close to him in a different sort of way. Like, kind of, I mean, pretty intimate way. Like, mm-hmm. she had to ask him some, like, hard questions. So, it makes sense that she kind of developed, like, feelings. Not, not saying that she, like was in love with him or anything. Yeah, but, like, she... A sensitivity towards yeah. him. Because, I mean, I think she even talks about that in the podcast herself, how she was having a hard time, like, sorting this person, Adnan, she knew now, mm-hmm. and then that person who could have committed this crime. Right. And, and he's... Either way, he's in jail for it. Spoiler alert, if you didn't know. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and I think she even does mention that, like, she has a hard time being impartial sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, she wants to believe everything he's saying. Right. And I mean, like... Which I get it, too, because listening to that podcast, I do, too. Right. Like, I, there's nothing more that I would like than to sit there and be like, yeah, he says he didn't do it. He didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, other than the, the case against Adnan Syed, yeah. there's, you know, you want to believe everything. Yeah. You know, it's it's really it's really hard. Um, so this uh, docuseries is in four parts. It's kind of a long one. Yeah, it's long. We watched the first two episodes together a few weeks back, and... It was honestly, like, it was a lot. And the first two episodes are, like, really, like, exposition-y, I feel like. Yeah. Um, they are. The, I mean, if you you're pretty much know all that information if you listened to the podcast. There wasn't anything, like, super or, you know. Well, I mean, like, it, okay, so I guess we can kind of get into it. So yeah. they talked a lot more about everyone else. You're right. Well, and about Heyman Lee, who right. was a victim. 
Yeah, so, I mean, I guess if you are unfamiliar with the case... Maybe we should give a Reader's Digest real quick. <laughs> right, so um, back in 1999, yeah. I think it was January, Yeah. Um, Heyman Lee, a high schooler, uh, went missing. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew, knew where she was. And about about a month or two later... I think it was about... It was in February, so I think it was... Like like maybe a like month. a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah, She her body was found in a park by a, a, some weird dude, which we'll talk about later. Wasn't this in Maryland? Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, like Baltimore area. Yeah. Um, so yeah, her body was discovered. She had been murdered. Yeah. And basically, almost immediately, Adnan was prime yeah. suspect Number because one. he was hit her ex boyfriend. Yep. Um, so that's kind of the Reader's Digest. He went to jail for this crime. He's been in jail since. It's been 19, 20 years now. Well, 20, but I don't know when he went to, like, he, he could have been. Oh, yeah, he got, uh, he was put in jail, I believe, at the end of 1999. Yeah, so. Um, and he was, his trial was in 2000, mm-hmm. so. And it, it, it's made very popular by the podcast serial, like we mm-hmm. mentioned. Um, he's been in the news lately because there's a lot of media coverage around his this case now. Um, he's trying to basically have his judgment overturned to get a new trial. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the HBO docu- uh, docuseries came out, uh, well, like a month ago. Yeah, uh, I think. A couple weeks ago. I think it came it's out pretty, in March. Or, yeah, March. It's pretty recent. If you, you guys subscribe to HBO or if you have Hulu HBO add-on, you can watch it. Mm-hmm. Which we recommend because it, it was interesting. Yeah, I enjoyed um, it. So now that you kind of have the Reader's Digest, we can, like, jump into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the episode, like, one and two really focus more on Heyman as a person. Yeah. Which the podcast doesn't as much. I don't think really at all. No. Like, it just kind of talks about how she was, like, a good student. She, yeah. I think, ran track and, like, you know, she was, uh, grew up really sheltered. Yeah. Like, she wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. Yeah. And he technically wasn't allowed to have a girlfriend either because his parents were very, um, they were Muslim, I think, mm-hmm. right? So they were pretty strict. Like, he wasn't allowed to have a girlfriend. Right. But he did, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> just in secret. Among other things. Yeah. Um, but I think it, that the docuseries really gives her more of a face because, yeah. like, in the podcast, it's not really – I mean, it's focused on her, obviously, but not her before she was murdered. Like, it's just her as a victim. Right. Um, but this, like, it puts – like, it shows you pictures of her. Um, it really gives you, like, a face to the name as more than just, like, she she's dead. Yeah, and um, you get to hear a lot of excerpts from her diaries – which I found very interesting. Yeah, because and it really, like, highlights how in love they, you know, your teenagers. They were truly in love, or yeah. whatever, however much you can be at 17. Yeah. <laughs> Naive love, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really wild to see who she is as a person. Which um, I think makes it more compelling. Yeah, and they also interview, like, her best friends at the time. Yeah. And, you know, they give their stories of, like, kind of, like, how they were feeling. Like, um, one of them had kept their, like, agendas from when they were in high school and like it, you can see like notes from yeah. the time that she was missing um like one of them had had like a birthday party like while she was gone mm-hmm. and it was like yeah it was really sucked because she wasn't there yeah I don't think they knew where like, she did, was yeah they didn't it I think like, she had recently been it's like missing, been a day or two like, yeah it was like so they weren't sure if she was just gone or if she was missing missing yeah because like I think she went missing on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday and the yeah. party was a Friday yeah so but I, um, they, like you said, they, they talk to a lot more people too. So mm-hmm. you get a lot more, um, like a different perspective from the different people. Oh, totally. Um, you talk to Adnan's parents as well, mm-hmm. um, who they're heartbroken too. I mean, even if he did do it, his family suffers too. Oh, for yeah. For his choice, mm-hmm. if he 
you know, if he did it, I don't, I can't say, but. Right. Or just his decisions in general. Cause yeah. I mean, if he had never had the girlfriend. Right. And if she still, you know, turned out dead, like he wouldn't have been in, implicated probably. Right. But I think that's kind of the interesting thing is she had a boyfriend that was not Adnan. Yep. That they didn't really seem to be was like it Donnie? focused on. Dan- yeah, something. I don't know. Something. Like that. I can't remember. <laughs> um, my my have a short term memory problem lately. Pregnancy brain. Yes. Uh, we can't do math and we don't remember things. Yeah, uh, it's a problem. Yeah. I'm normally more intelligent. Yeah. Give me four more months. I'll be back to normal. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, they because her and Adnan broke up like around Christmas time, and then she magically got this new and older she boyfriend. Was so in love with him too. Like, immediately. Yeah, which it was. Yeah, it was just kind of weird. And they, like, like, it looks like he was never investigated. I don't think. Which is weird. I mean, they didn't really talk about him too much, but it no. didn't seem like he, they, that he was investigated enough. Right, for, you know, what he possibly, you know, any involvement he had. Yeah, so. Um, so, yeah, the first. Well, like, mm-hmm. oh, I was just going to say how she was found was kind of sketchy. So, so sketchy. Yeah, they found her in a park, and this guy, he said, they actually interview him or like you see an interview with him I think mm-hmm. or maybe his testimony I can't remember I don't remember either. um he basically says he's driving home from work he had to pee really bad he pulls over on the side of this highway that runs through this park which is basically forest like they yep. said that they find a ton of bodies there um he yeah. goes back a ways and then he's I don't know if he peed or not but he found her there. I think he said while he was peeing he looked down and like saw toes or something yeah so then you know he calls the police yada yada where the, when they do the documentary, they show you where the road is and like walk back through where he said he stopped to pee, and it is abnormally far into yeah. the, the bushes, like the woods. Like it, like you're a dude, hide behind a tree, whip it out, go pee. Like it's not like you're a girl and you have to like find a big bush to cover you while you pull your pants down and pee. Yeah, and, you know, because like you have, it's much more difficult for a woman to like pee in, in public. The woods. Yeah, but like so, I just. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was very weird. And, like, I don't know. It just... He was sketchy. Yeah, he also seems like he wasn't even, like, that far away from home or where wherever he, he was. He it. Yeah, like, I think he could have he could have made it home. Yeah. That's just my... Yeah. Yeah, so that was weird. Um, and then towards the end of the second episode, they introduce um, an individual by the name of Jay Wilds. Yeah. Um, which they talked about a little bit in Serial. I don't remember them talking about him as much. I mean, it's been so long since I've listened to Serial. I do remember him in it, but I don't Me remember, too. like, I think they went more into depth about his character in the documentary. A hundred percent. Because they interview like, what, his ex-girlfriend who he had, like, beaten or something? Yes. Um, and uh, in the second episode, they kind of just start introducing him. Yeah. And they say that, basically, he's the one that puts Adnan, like, put his puts his name out there. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, like, he showed me her body in his trunk, the trunk of his car. Right. In what he said at a pool hall or something? Yeah. At, or no. Local... Did he say, somebody said that it was at a pool hall, and then somebody said it was at a Best Buy parking lot. He said both. And that's okay, the that problem. Okay, that was him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I and can't then, remember. Yeah. yeah. That's so weird. Like, make your mind up, A, and B. That's one of the things the police, like, look for is your consistency with your story. Mm-hmm. And that is n- not consistent. <laughs> Literally not at all. And so in the third episode, be a red flag. they go into more depth of why he's not a reliable witness. Um, I took some notes mm-hmm. on what they were saying. So he was the key witness in the trial. Right. So. Um, uh. Right. And he, uh, 
basically so he was a drug dealer and he had motive to lie to the cops because the cops knew he was a local drug dealer when he was first questioned by the police they found weed on him okay and so he had the motive to lie so he wouldn't get drug charges they basically told him like okay if you're complicit with us then you help us in the investigation he had a reason to lie or to yeah yes cooperate quote unquote yeah so he gave the police a ton of information whether or not it was real who knows right um and so yeah he told them that he was uh with he adnan had let jay borrow his car for the day mm-hmm. adnan killed hay called him and said hey come pick me up they got the body in the car and then took it out to the woods mm-hmm. that's jay's one of his stories right and then what then so that how does then Adnan show him the body at a Best Buy parking lot. if Or a pool hall. Right. So, yeah. Doesn't so, basically, sense. the cops, they had him uh, in for testimony for over three hours. Dang. Before they even hit record on the recorder. So, so they could have really given him whatever information that they yes. wanted. So, yeah, they went over the timeline that they that they had sussed out for the, um, for the murder of two taking place. Mm-hmm. And made it work with what information he had already given them to come up with a timeline and a story that worked so that they could implicate Adnan in the murder. Yeah. So sketchy. Right. Um, And the biggest piece of evidence that they used for this timeline were the cell phone records. Mm -hmm. Because Adnan had a cell phone, which was kind of wild. Yeah. 99. Well, it's because he was selling some weed, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He got that weed money, so he got a cell phone. True, true. Yeah, so... And how else are you going to hide your girlfriend from your parents? Right. <laughs> true. I mean, they talk about how um, how unreliable those cell phone records were then. Yes. And that's a big part of what he was convicted on, was they said that his cell phone records kind of, like, put him in the area of Lincoln Park at the time. That... Right. And um, there was, in the reports from the cell phone stuff, uh, from that was transcribed from the cell phone records to the police report, there was a typo. And the typo puts him in an area that's not where the park is. Interesting. So the actual records show that the phone was not there, Mm -hmm. but the typo shows that he was. Because basically it's like done by zoning. Yeah. You guys can't see me because we're doing podcasts and I'm I'm showing my hands in like really great hand motion that you, again, can't see. Um, Anyway, it's done by zones. And it was like zone B or zone C. Mm -hmm. The original report like has them in one. Yeah. And they mistyped, and so they're completely other parts of the city. Interesting. Right. Huh. So. Like, so they, they mistyped, which could have been on mispurpose. A hundred percent. And so, and then the other big thing is that, so on the fax cover sheet of all the cell phone records, um, like of the call logs, on the cover page from AT&T, it says that incoming call information is not reliable for GPS location. Oh, Only but... outgoing calls. Right. All of the calls that quote unquote implicated him were incoming calls. Of course. So. And I just don't get now mm-hmm. his trial got denied. Like his appeal for a new trial got denied. Right. And I don't see how based on that. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Yeah. Because um, one, like, uh, one of the new uh, members of his lawyer's team was going through the phone records and she was like, did anyone look at this cover page? And they're like, no, we've never seen this before. Of course they hadn't. Great, yeah. Wow. So, 
literally insane. Um, another thing that they brought up in, I think, episode three was the literal alibi Mm-hmm. that Adnan had, which was a woman by the name of Asia McLean, mm-hmm. um, who has said up and down that he was in the library with her yeah. after school that day. And Is so, she the one who's a lawyer now? Or no, that's his no. Fr- other friend. That's that, uh, Rabia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Asia, she wrote Adnan a letter when he was in jail, and she was like, hey, like I remember being in the library with you that day. If you need anything, like let me know. Right? Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, the prosecution came to her, basically told her, like, oh, no, like, you're misremembering that. Like, so she basically wrote an affidavit that was wrong. That's so sketchy. Yes. Um, See, that's just not okay. Like, like I said, maybe he did it, maybe he didn't. It's kind of like Stephen Avery. You just don't know. Yes. But what evidence they have is just how, how is it enough to convict somebody? I don't know. Of murder. It's insane. Oh, and the other thing about Asia is that, so, Adnan's, Adnan was like, hey, to his lawyer, can you contact her? Like, she's an alibi. The lawyer lied and said she contacted her, and she refused to testify. Mm-hmm. Um, the lawyer never did. Nope. His lawyer, I remember that. She was a piece of shit. Yeah, like, she didn't do, I remember they talked about this in the podcast, that she basically didn't do a lot of things that she should have in representing him, and that's kind of what the basis was, what they were seeking a new trial was because yeah, cause he, she was a she, shitty lawyer. Yeah, and she didn't do, like, half the stuff she was she needed to do to give him adequate counsel. Exactly. Um, Which sounds like, because, what, she's, she passed away now, but... Yeah. Um, you would think that... Mm-hmm. Unless there's just something we all don't know... Right. That, ...that the police and the judges and whatever know that we're missing, I don't see how on earth he at least can't get a new trial. No, it's absolutely bananas, like, why they won't. And um, so, episode four, they talk about, in the beginning, the Court of Special Appeals hearing that mm-hmm. happened in June of 2017, um, and how they were like, oh, like, if we retrial, like, we can, you know, there's more that, that can be lost and be gained. Um, the ruling was upheld to um, overturn the conviction at the time, because mm-hmm. he originally was granted a new trial. Right, he was. In 2016. Yeah. 2017, they were like, yeah, that's totally fine, because there was no direct evidence in the case. Mm-hmm. Jay's testimony contradicted the timeline provided by the state. Right. Um, and if Asia had been a, had been allowed to be a witness, they probably would have provided reasonable doubt in at least one juror. Yeah. So, like, like they said that at the Court of Special Appeals. They're I, I agree. 100%. Um, and then, sorry, I am just going through this note. Oh, so um, Jay did re- uh, speak to the filmmakers oh, this year. Okay. Um, he said that he had tried to return Adnan's car to him after school, but he couldn't find him um, on the day that Hay went missing. Um, that Adnan had actually showed him Hay's body at his own house, uh, not the Best Buy parking lot. The police, he says that the police made that up. Hmm. Um, so Best Best Buy like didn't exist basically. Uh, the only reason that they even brought it up is because one of the phone calls was near there, mm-hmm. but the phone call's not reliable, so... Well, and they would, they said that they would meet there to hook up, right? Yeah, so Jay and, uh, Heyman would meet there and have, make out or whatever. Adnan, not Jay. That's right. <laughs> you got know. you this time. Last time it was you, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he says that Adnan had asked Jay for 10 pounds of weed and Ooh. was planning to frame him for... 10 pounds of weed? Is that, is that a lot? <laughs> 
like yes <laughs> I mean that sounds like really excessive I mean right. I guess if he was selling it then that makes sense but, right and so but damn yeah because Jay was basically like his plug okay I see and okay, that makes more sense yeah I panicked there I'm like oh okay and so he was like oh hey I need like this 10 pounds of pot and then Jay was like okay I got it and then he was like joke's on you you're gonna help me hide this fucking body um, okay. otherwise I'm going to tell the cops you have 10 pounds of weed on you. Okay. Um, and then there's that big thing in the first couple of episodes oh, about I this. Hayes' car. Now that I see your note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, just did not watch episode four. <laughs> I did not. I also can't remember anything, which we, we've, we've, I've said, so. <laughs> just blame your unborn child. <laughs> yep. Um, so there was a big deal made about, um, Hayes' car being found because at the time of her disappearance, her car was also missing. Yeah. And uh, six weeks after her, after she went missing, her car was found in an empty lot, like, a, basically across the street from, like, a neighborhood. Yeah, and they interviewed yeah. a lady who lived there, mm-hmm. um, who said it hadn't been there for, what, um, long, right? Because she... Yeah, she's she, like, it's only been here for, like, a little while. Like, it doesn't make sense for it to be here for six weeks. Because I would have noticed, or me or somebody else would have noticed, and... We would have, like, called to see what it was doing here. Yeah, because um, the only people that would park in that, like, area were people that lived in the neighborhood. Right, and she didn't recognize the car. Yeah. Which I think is weird. I mean, and it makes complete sense because I would notice that Me in too. my neighborhood. Like, anywhere I've lived, mm-hmm. I would notice a car that was out of place. A hundred percent. Especially if it was there for six weeks. That's a long time. I'd be like, right. why is this person here for six weeks? And that's exactly what this lady was saying. Um, and so, and Jay says that the car was in that parking lot, um... Like the day she disappeared until it was until he told the police where Another it was. Lie. So he's full but of obviously shit. he knows where it was, so he knows something. Right, exactly. Um, and it's funny they did like inform they did like testing on the car basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find that note, but um, oh yeah, so there was detritus on the tires that looked too fresh to have been, to have it been sitting there for that long. So basically, like all of the like leaves and grass and dirt, dirt and whatever. Yeah was too fresh on the tires it would have been it would have been um because it rained several times it would have been washed away yeah okay makes sense and also uh the grass would have been like more dead underneath this car yeah and um i mean what the neighbors have no reason to lie about that no not at all so um so none of that makes sense um in the notes in a couple places i say jay wilds is a sketchy motherfucker yeah because he is (laughs) well he is and that's the thing like how can you take somebody who's I mean, like I said earlier, consistently lying and mm-hmm. use them as a credible witness. Yep. That just is irresponsible. Yeah, it's shitty. And unfair to Adnan because that's your main witness and he's literally a liar. Yes. About a lot of things. And it's been proven multiple times that he is lying. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yes. Um, some other things that I thought were interesting is that there were uh, there was a good amount of DNA evidence mm-hmm. that was never tested. Which is crazy literally insane and it um it the thing is part of the reason it wasn't tested and that the uh, defense didn't want it tested in the first place which i agree with is mm-hmm. that you know if adon or hayes dna was in either one of their cars it would have made sense because they did date right but if his dna wasn't found like anywhere at any in any of the like crime scene the like body right nothing so that's but was there DNA found that wasn't hers on her body? I believe so. So. But it didn't yield any matches. Okay. Weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think it's completely possible that some she was killed by somebody random? Personally, that's what I think. I think it was either 
just young. completely random. Or I think was she assaulted? I can't remember. I don't. I don't think so. But I honestly think that Jay does know something. Yeah, he's sketchy. Like I don't know if he necessarily did it. Right. But he definitely knows way more than he's letting on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I don't know. Like why would you make up all these stories for like no reason? Right. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I mean, overall, I thought this documentary or docuseries was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend. I mean, it is, like, in total, like, five and a half hours. Yeah, I haven't finished six it hours. yet. I, I plan to, because it is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was really well done. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, again, if you haven't listened to Serial, definitely go do that, like, yeah. as soon as you're done with this. Absolutely. Like, uh, right now. Like, immediately after <laughs> you click out of this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about it. Yeah. I don't know if you had anything else to add. I just don't, I don't, I mean, like I said, I don't know how he was convicted on all of that. No. Unless and there's like truly something that they all know that we don't. But I feel like with all the coverage it's gotten, there would have, they would have found out something. Yeah. And all these experts and stuff that are weighing in on it now are saying basically like there's not enough evidence. Like, I don't know how beyond a reasonable doubt not. anybody could have convicted him. Right. So. It just doesn't make sense. It's kind of a shame because you would think that they would want now at this point like even a retrial if he's found guilty again then he's found guilty again but like you would think that if if he's not wouldn't you truly want the person who did kill her in jail Mm -hmm. well another thing that I actually kind of found interesting too now that I'm thinking about it was that um, there was a lot of like racial tension right Um, so first of all her family was like super Korean right they're Korean I think so I'm pretty sure Um, anyway so but they were very religious and very, uh, they don't want any trial at all. Right. Uh, they just, they want. don't want to keep up, you know, opening up wounds. They don't, right. any of that. The entire, um, like, community in that area, like, their church and everything, they're all very distraught by this, and they just want it all to kind of just be done. Yeah. But another thing is, at the same time, is that even though this was, like, pre-9-11, they, there's a huge Pakistan community in, like, the Baltimore area, and uh, there's a huge anti-Muslim community mm-hmm. in Baltimore as well. So, and I believe the jury was mostly white mm-hmm. in the trial, so there was a big controversy there on whether or not yeah. basically everyone was just being racist towards right. Adnan. Right, it was possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, people forget that people have been racist towards Muslims. Forever. Yeah, not just, not just African Americans, but like oh. pretty much everybody is not white. Yeah. Um, and you can say it doesn't exist, but you're wrong. You are so, absolutely wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wonder if that's a big part of it that they're, you know. I I, I really do believe so. all white jury, like, or mostly white jury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's really hard to say, yeah. but yeah, well, yeah. Go, Definitely check it out. Go uh, watch it. Let us know what your thoughts are. If mm-hmm. you think we're wrong, or yeah, I, I'm super open to discussion. Heck yeah. We love discussions, especially respectful ones. Yes. So feel free to write us a message on Facebook, uh, leave us a comment. You can tweet at us, whatever. Just let us know what you think, and we will see you next time for a full episode. Yep. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.